¿Qué onda, mi gente? I'm Francisco Mota. I'm an ESP caseworker with Orchard Place. And I am Lizbeth Rodriguez. I am a new care coordinator for the IHP program here at Orchard Place. So today we're going to get into the topic of Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, and I'm going to get into some background information about it. So, first thing first is a commemoration of the Battle of Puebla that was fought between the Mexicans and French armies in, on May 5th of 19, or 1862. In 1861, Benito Juarez became president. He wanted to stop the foreign debt payment that he had in place with Spain, Britain, and France. However, Britain and uh, Spain, they backed off their forces after having a conversation with them. France was upset about that, wanted their money, so they came over and tried to attack the um, over in Veracruz, but they, when they showed up, you know, Mexico was already ready. They were led by General Ignacio Zaragoza, and they thought the, the French side was going to be easy battle just because they were the best at the time, and they were outnumbering the Mexican army. However, the battle only lasted a day, and they were able to come up on top with a victory of and the french army lost only about 500 or so soldiers and the mexican army lo only lost about 100 so it was a very prideful battle that was won and four days after that battle uh, juarez declared it a national holiday and called it cinco de mayo so after all of that happened it kind of spread across and things kind of got a little confusing with the timeline. Do you want to explain a little bit about that? Yeah, thanks, Francisco, for providing a little bit of um, background history on that. I think that's very helpful. Like Francisco said, there was a lot of confusion after um, all that. But we can start off with first, like, how Cinco de Mayo is celebrated in Mexico and then also how it's celebrated in the United States. So the main celebration of Cinco de Mayo is held in the state of Puebla in Mexico. This is practically the only state in Mexico that kind of has like a big, huge celebration with like parades, dances, you know, food, all that kind of stuff. They have a big celebration that day. But the rest of Mexico really doesn't celebrate it. They don't see what the need is to celebrate it if it only involved the state of Puebla and the French. Everybody goes to work. All businesses run normally and stuff. But here in the U.S., it's a big celebration. And it mainly started, um, let's see, 1960s around there. It started with like the Chicanos. So Chicanos are Mexican-Americans. If you don't know what the definition of Chicano is, is somebody who was born in the U.S., but their ancestors and their family is originally um, from Mexico. So, for example, Francisco and I were Chicanos, right? You consider yourself Chicano? So I am a Chicana. So they, a lot of people from Puebla, were coming into the U.S., mainly in the areas of like California, Texas, um, Chicago, those bigger cities where there's a bigger Latino population, a lot of people from Puebla were coming in and wanting to honor like their celebrations from back in their state of Puebla and also want to take advantage of like making this uh, a prideful moment for the Mexican population. They were able to 
defeat the French when it was like outnumbered. But like I was saying too, in the US, it's it's a big celebration. You see, you know, what is it called? Dances, food and stuff like that. But a lot of people celebrate it just to like por honor, you know, like pride as a prideful moment that like a lot of Mexico like defeated the French and it became a confusion. And I don't know, Francisco, if you want to go back more into detail on like how it got confusing for a lot of people and what started that. Yeah. So the person that like led the war, um, the guy that I mentioned earlier, uh, General Ignacio Zaragoza, he was mm-hmm. born in Texas. So mm, okay. back then, you know, um, it was Mexico's territory. So it, it moved up there, you know, all the Chicano moves were happening up there, uh, up in Texas and California. And, um, that's kind of where the celebration started at first. They got brought awareness, all that type of stuff. And yeah, the U.S., like just in 2005, like recognized it as a state holiday. But, you know, like we said, it was around like the 1960s to like the 90s or so is where they really like pushed for that, um, awareness of it and, I think it was 1970s is where the U.S. really started to promote their their Cinco de Mayo like antics of like you know promoting cheap margaritas, cheap beers, and promoting all that type of stuff. And with those, they also promoted a lot of stereotypes. So, you know, having sombreros, you know, shaking maracas, dressing up Mexican, quote unquote. So all all of these different like promotions and stuff like that kind of made a confusion about what the holiday actually is. It, it kind of switched from commemorating like the battle, blah, blah, what it meant, the pride of it to an excuse to get drunk or just party or just appropriate, you know, the Mexican culture. And to add to that too, like um, a lot of people confuse Cinco de Mayo with um, El Dia de Independencia de Mexico, which is like Mexico Independence Day. But in reality, um, and the reason why it got confusing was because of those companies that you mentioned, like the beer companies, like um, marketing, you know, um, on top of different that, stereotypes. System. Yeah. On top of the school system, kind of like marketing that. And then people assume that it was Mexico Independence Day, you know, when in reality, Mexico Independence Day, uh, Mexico gained their independence from Spain way before Cinco de Mayo was ever like way before the French and and Puebla like were even in battle, um, the independence of Spain was of Mexico um, was in 1821. So that was like way before too. So that's one thing to clarify as well. So there's just like a lot of confusions when it comes to Cinco de Mayo and a couple other. You know, I just kind of want to like highlight maybe some microaggressions or different things that kind of happen during Cinco de Mayo that really aren't okay. Um, you know, one thing being, again, using that, just does again, that the whole aspect of marketing drinks and stuff like that, using that phrase Cinco de Drinco, mm-hmm. not, not a great term to use. Also, another thing to keep in mind is if uh, there's no real reason to celebrate it there, you know, you don't really have to celebrate it, nor do you have the obligation or need to feel the obligation to go up to somebody and be like, happy single the mile. Mm-hmm. Not everybody celebrates it. And also it's very individualized to like Mexican culture. So, and not all Latinos are Mexican. Yeah. That's a big 
thing to emphasize as well. But Francisco, you talked about certain things of like maybe what not to practice during Cinco de Mayo. Um, but if you do want to celebrate it, I mean, I just, I hate the word like celebration for Cinco de Mayo because it's not really, there's nothing to celebrate. Nope, it's Does a commemoration. That, it's a commemoration. Um, but I mean, I do understand that here in the U.S., I mean, a, a lot of businesses um, market like cheap margaritas and stuff like that. And it's tempting to want to go out there and go with your friends and stuff. And uh, everybody is their individual self. Everybody has the choice to make their own choices. But I think um, uh, out of respect, um, it's wise to like make respectful choices. So if you do want to go out, like maybe go to um, local Mexican owned business, um, like a restaurant or something and, you know, support them yeah. on that day. Knockoff Mexican restaurants. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they say they're Mexican. They maybe say they're authentic and stuff, but you know, there's a lot of places that are Americanized and not owned by Mexican owners, you know, they're, they've been appropriated and made to be something else that they're not. Mm -hmm. Another thing you can do is learn about Mexican heritage and the culture itself. You know, if you don't know, ask questions, not specifically to us directly, but you could look things up online, do, you know, research articles and history that, uh, that such similar to what we did for this presentation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you don't really know the true meaning of Cinco de Mayo, maybe it's best to just sit out <laughs> correct if you don't know what you're um, set the set the holiday out you know do you have any experiences of yourself that you've experienced where you felt a little weird mm -hmm. yeah so like i mentioned earlier it just got recognized as a national holiday in the u.s in like 2005 so that's like right entering preschool first grade era you know so going into those spaces and you know having your teachers kind of being new to this knowledge and that type of stuff they're they they try to promote it in a way that to them might maybe understand like at the time you really weren't aware but then again this is where that or cultural you know, competence needs to be put in place is you know having these coloring pages that they gave us that had like you know tacos or sombreros and just you know has cinco de mayo on there or flowers or whatever the case may be like that they didn't really do anything but like kind of just like oh yeah here it is they didn't give us no information about it if there was information about it you know it was like that it's mexican independence day made me confused and yeah that that's like the one that like sticks out to me the most um how about yourself well, I myself did kind of experience something similar, too. I do remember, like, in elementary school, mainly in elementary school, um, very consistent years, there would be times where, like, my teachers, when it, a single day my was approaching, they would, like, organize potlucks for it to, like, celebrate. And I do remember, like, there was a point in time when I was really young where I got confused. I didn't even know, like, I got confused with my own, like, uh, nationalities like Independence Day. Um, and that was because like my elementary school teachers would be like, yeah, it's Mexico Independence Day and stuff like that. And I remember the first time, the first year, you know, that I went to my mom and told her, I'm going to make this to celebrate Independence Day at school. My mom was so confused. Like, what are you talking about? Like, 
Mexico Independence Day is in September, you know, and I was just so confused. And my mom, like, gave me that, like, educational moment of, like, Cinco de Mayo is not Mexico Independence Day. And then from there, I was just like, my teachers were so wrong. And I get it. We're human. We we make mistakes and stuff like that. But I feel like just doing your research before, you know, yeah. and not, like, going with, like, what other people have assumed and then going along with it like doing your research and and like um i hope now in elementary schools they don't do that because i feel like that was not practicing cultural competence yeah. theirs but i i do remember that i think it's funny now that my mom was like girl stop yeah. i mean these, these little situations like you know they're funny like when you talk about them and stuff they're they're funny because they're just you know haha whatever but you know when like i guess when when we're trying to explain it to like other people like it, it gets it it's where it's not so funny like you know we can joke about it right here and laugh about it because you know it, it was our experiences and stuff like that but when you are doing that to other people i just want you to realize that you're disrespecting the culture you're not commemorating you know what the whole celebration or commemoration is about just be cognizant of that I guess before we wrap it up, do you got any last words? Um, I mean, I think you pretty much got to the point, you know, kind of like just remember, you know, like it's not something to celebrate, you know, be mindful of who you're saying happy single in Mayo, like, and why you're, and saying, why you're saying it. Um, cause to us, it's just a normal Friday. I mean, this year, Cinco de Mayo is on a Friday, so it's like, okay, if if I hear somebody tell me, like, happy Cinco de Mayo, I'm going to be like, happy Friday, because <laughs> it's Friday. Just, like, be aware, you know, like, just do your research and stuff prior to certain things. You don't have to go along with, like, what others assume and what others do, so. Question everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any last words, Francisco? Uh, not any last words, but I kind of want to end it off on a quote that I really liked. Okay. Um, it's by Kim Silva. She is an early childhood educator. And the quote goes like this. We're more than a marketing tactic for companies when at the moment people are wanting a wall to be built. If the ways that the Mexican community is impacted regarding education, immigration, and employment have the same amount of spotlight as Cinco de Drinco, it could truly make a difference. Wow, that's a deep quote there. Thanks, Francisco, for sharing. Yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you guys thank for you listening. listening. Thank you. Utterly.